Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Conservative. Patriot. Common sense. This is the Jane Carroll Show. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the final show of this week. And what a week it has been. It's been an amazing time in our country with so many things going on. The president made a fool of himself again today, but what else is new? He's just fine. And um, it, 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 it just, he almost knocked over the, a flag of, a, of the country that he was standing on the stage with, the, the, the president. And then after he made a statement uh, and he shook the moderator's hand, but he didn't shake the the president of the country that he was actually joint having a joint press conference with and he didn't look very happy the president of brazil so it was it was not a another it was another classic biden day but he's just fine joining us tonight to talk about the issues of the day and there's a lot of them to talk about is skip the man the people we call him chomping at the bit skip these days because <laughs> He's always hot to talk about all these things, so we're glad he was available. And later on in the evening, we're going to be making our picks in the big uh, producer picks contest, or you sure can pick them contest. And we don't do it the girly man way. It's not too late. If you want to email me at radiojane at comcast.net and tell me you want to be involved, uh, you just have to participate for 10 weeks in, in the season. And there's still a lot, lot more weeks than ten to go. And if you, after you participate in ten, you can take your worst two weeks off your record, so you can get, you know, you can improve your thing. But once again, we make our picks based on the point spread, not just the score. So it's a bit more challenging than, than other endeavors that you'll be involved with with football. But this year, it's just darn hard. <laughs> a lot of teams have been winning that shouldn't have won, and a lot of teams have been winning they didn't cover the point spread and should have. So it's 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 it's. Uh, but you will learn how what a point spread is and how to maneuver through, so you can be cool when you go to friends and know about football. It, it will be all good. Of course, the big game this weekend uh, down in Eugene, Colorado, Buffalo's coming to Eugene. Take on the University of Oregon Ducks. The Ducks are favored rather heavily, as a matter of fact. I don't like it when the Ducks are heavily favored. They never seem to cover the spread. But um, the uh, it's a big test for both teams because the Buffaloes are the darling of football right now. Well, their coach is. And, um, and his, na- his new name is Prime Time. So he's, 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 and he's come, had two come from behind amazing victories particularly last week where with you know two minutes to go in the game they were down by eight points on their own five yard line they came down got the touchdown got the two-point conversion so the game was tied so it was a double overtime and they won in double overtime that's stuff out of the movies the week before 
wasn't that the 61-yard field goal or something at the end of the game? I mean, they've had a, an amazing thing. And the Ducks have, haven't had that kind of luck. They've just been uh, winning and not against the elite football teams either. So often the early season games are not. This is the big test for both of them. It's going to get a lot of national attention. Nobody's rooting for the Ducks outside of Duck fans uh, because it's it, 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 so it's but it's a big game and we'll be making a pick in that one, of course, in the Oregon State game as well. And uh, among others, and according some some pro picks as well. But that'll be later on in the program. It's quite an interesting uh, day today. And I, I want to I shared with some of the regular contributors to the show some of my conspiracy theories uh, for the day. And I had several. But one of the things I'd like producer Dave to play for us. Um, Peter Ducey, who is, is, is a nemesis of the uh, in the press corps from Fox News, for, particularly for the – I'm sorry, but she's an idiot, the, the press secretary of the president of the United States. They sort of go well together, to be honest with you, and she'd be perfect for the vice president as well. But she's very hostile, and, and she's negative. And today 10,000 people came across the border, which we've been told. How many times we've been told by the head of Homeland Security, it's closed. The border is not open. How many times have we been told that by the uh, border czar? That would be Kamala Harris, who's never been to the border. Um, it, 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 but 10,000 people, people, it's, got, it's gotten to be a huge problem. But... You have to study how these people do things because they don't deal with the facts. They count on the stupidity of the American people and the people who provide the people with the information. And so their narrative right now is, oh, it's the Republicans' fault that that this is such a problem and that fentanyl is pouring across the border and killing 100,000 mostly young people uh, every year. And that we have tens of thousands, almost, we're going to have 7 million by the end of the year. And there's another year to go in the Biden presidency. And, and the borders are just, they're pouring in like saves. This latest group um, are mostly single men. The, the border patrol, the feds are down there and Texas has built a, a barricade, a barbed wire, so they can't get in. They're, they're, the, the Biden Border Patrol are cutting them, cutting those so they can get easy access. And they say, it's well, we don't want anybody to be hurt. Well, you know something? If you're somebody, you're a mother and father, and you're letting your little child crawl through this, you're a rotten mother or father. It's... Well, we don't want to hurt. No, these are mostly single men coming in. Uh, cartel contacts. We've had over a, a million come through now that are. Um, we don't even know where they are because they weren't. They were, we're giving them social security cards. We're giving them IDs. Soon they'll be registering to vote. We're, we're giving them shelter. We don't have enough place for home. It's it's a, it's a it's a nightmare. But what they're saying is Republicans' fault because. The Republicans won't for won't get work with them to reform for immigration reform. Now, of course, their idea of immigration reform is completely open borders. 
and that people can register to vote as soon as they walk in and get on the dole. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's insane. And even some blue city mayors and governors are starting to get a little ticked off. But they're going to blame this. And, and I've actually, I actually ran into a few people today who say, who are liberals and say, well, it's the Republicans' fault. How could it possibly be the Republicans' fault? Well, they, they just won't work with us to, to solve the problem. Biden's tried. Tried, he doesn't even talk about it. Well, let's let's go to the press conference today where Peter Ducey asked the question that I think somebody else might have even asked today because often they just ask softball questions at those press conferences. The media is so in the tank for the Democrat Party. But this one's special, so let's hear it. I'm Amy Delore for Washington Examiner. We're getting you caught up on today's headlines in a wax minute. While Congress is counting down to a shutdown, the White House is more focused on blaming the GOP than avoiding one. This is not for us to fix. This is for House Republicans to fix, the extreme House Republicans. This is on them. Governor Kathy Hochul says New York has reached its limit of illegal immigrants. Places like New York really are at capacity. There is a limit to what we can do. Meanwhile, Texas saw thousands of migrants cross in a single night. Governor what do you Abbott call it? Here at the White House, when 10,000 people illegally cross the border in a single day. So what do you call it, Peter, when GOP puts forth a... a, a wait, no, 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 you can't. Sorry. I'm answering... Okay, we're going to move You're on. answering no, 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 we're moving on. Great, moving. please. In the back. No, you said you were stopping right, the flow the of the border. No, no, I tried to migrants. answer... Peter, okay. I tried to answer the question. You stopped me. Let's go. Okay, so... Can you believe that? Can you really... She... She starts to switch the subject, change it all. He interrupts and try to keep her on focus for about the 10,000 people that came across the border uh, in the last 24 hours. And and she she took that as a reason. Well, fine, I tried to answer and you wouldn't let me talk. She's the press secretary. She can talk whatever she wants. She's in charge. And and it was just it was just it was repulsive. It really was repulsive to watch, and she's screaming at him. And the other media doesn't go answer the question. Why don't they? What is? These are not journalists. They are not journalists, and it's very frustrating. Skip, did you get a chance to see that today? Uh, yes, I did. I saw, uh, and then uh, I saw the follow-up with uh, I think it was on uh, I can't remember if it was Andy or or uh, Jesse Water. I think it was Andy where uh, they talked to Peter Ducey and he says, well, maybe I just uh, didn't read the room right or something like that. But he just said, you know, and, and he said he was trying to get her back on subject. But um, you're right, though. Where Where's the rest of the press corps? But it seemed to me like towards the end of that press conference, uh, she did get a question again about that. But the biggest thing is, is that you're seeing that right now and uh, people just aren't buying what she's saying. I mean, no, she's te- she is terrible. She is, she is a gift. Yeah. Well, my wife, my wife was sitting here and said, how could she just lie like that? And, and I said, well, I said, she must really need the job, you know, because because I, I, I asked my wife, I said, if you had to do that for your boss, lie like that. She says, I already quit on one boss because of because of that. You know, he was going to fire me because I didn't didn't. Lie. She said, I just told him to stick it and and, and quit because she wasn't going to lie for the guy. And uh, you're you're looking at this, and you know she likes that she likes the limelight. Oh got, boy, does she! And uh, and she's probably going to write a book or whatever afterwards. But 
it's going to be a failure of a book. But I mean, the, um, the, the problem is, is, is you can blame all this you want on our, and, and like when people knew that Trump was building the wall, now maybe he wasn't building it as fast as some people wanted, like Ann Coulter or something or this or that or the other thing. Some people say, well, he didn't really build new wall. And it's just like he was saying in one of his speeches the other day, if there was any remnants of a old, old rickety, you know, picket fence or something there, a lot of people, oh, well, you, you simply rebuilt a wall. You didn't build new wall. Well, that's garbage, you know, just, um, and now you're seeing. Well, the question is, will we, we will we be being invaded like we are right now? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 millions no. of people pouring in during the Trump years. That's the test. Not the wall, not the, it's the policy and the and, and cutting down that barbed wire. I mean, Texas is, is flooded if, with people. If Trump wasn't being successful, then why did they have to go to court to try and change the policy of weight in Mexico? Yeah. You know, see, see that kind of thing. He had the Mexican people holding him over there. Now there's no incentive for the Mexican people to hold them. They're hell. They're just pushing on through. And now they're flying them in. They're not even crossing the border by walking or anything. They're flying them into certain cities and things. And uh, and and now they're doing this thing with in a lot of states. Uh, they're trying to get this thing where they get an automatic ID card or something, which is just yeah. going to be a disaster. And, and as far as I'm concerned. Even if they show up to the if they show up to the border, they should hold them on the other side of that border until they know who they are. Even if they're asking for political asylum, you know, uh, because you know you've seen these these things where the people have gone on the other side of the border, and and just before they cross the coyotes, there's a whole people just throw their IDs on the ground and everything like that, and they enter this country with no ID on them. And, yeah, because uh, a lot of them don't want to be found because they have criminal records. Well, not only that, but we have chip chip abilities with pets and things. Chip these people. If we're going to release them into the thing, chip them so we know where they're at. When their court date comes up, they don't do it. You locate them and put them back over the border. You know, I mean, we're, we're being too kind with this stuff. And then, and then the other thing, too, I don't want to hear it from these sanctuary cities. You were the ones that wanted them in there. You wanted all this kind of thing. Hey, now they're your problem. You know, and, and uh, you open the doors. Now you're saying, oh, we need more money for this. Hey, you welcome the man. You should have had that in your budget. You you open the city to them, and, and uh, now you're asking everybody else to pay for it. Oh, we need this money. We need that money, and so you're either doing it just for money grab, or now you're seeing what the problem really is. But that's also why they're not buying this this stuff. That the press secretary is saying is because now in cities with the major news networks in them, the Atlantis, the um, the New Yorks, the LAs, and all that. They're being invaded. And these people, they can't walk out on the street without seeing all these people. You know, it was camped on the sidewalk in the hotels that, that they, you know, probably saw people staying in before, all this kind of thing. So now, how do they hide that? And it's starting to affect them. So now they're starting to report on it. Yeah. It, it, yet, there's a poll in the, in the New York Post today that says, if Trump is indicted or convicted on any of those 91 counts. I, I, I find it almost impossible to believe in the jurisdictions they're in and that he won't be found on one count, you know, guilty, that he will beat Joe Biden by six points. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? It, it says a lot about this country, doesn't it? Well, you know, the, 
<clears throat> the, the thing it is, is that uh, I think people are starting to realize that we had a diamond in the rough with Trump. And, and they're, they're sitting there going, and, and, and they're just seeing, they're just not buying what, what's being sold to them right now. Yeah. Did, did you get to watch America Garland yesterday? Uh, I saw quite a bit of that. I thought he was very, very nervous in there. Myself, I, uh, and his body language was, he, he was not happy to be there. No, and, he, and, and you know, they had that. They, he was, they were hoping for the question about that he would never discriminate you know, with my background. You know, I would never, you know, he's not a very good actor. No. Uh, he, he, he really was was weak. And um, uh, a chance to really be upset. But I'll tell you what, that's the, the, the guy that was questioning him on that, the guy that he started coming on glue that was the congressman from, uh, I think it was New York, wasn't it, that switched parties. Yeah. And, well, I'll give that guy credit. He came right back at him. But this is your policy. Or these are, you know, this was done under your watch. And this is your policy, whatever he said like that. And, man, he nailed him right to the wall right there. He didn't let him get away with it. I was amazed at that at that, that one juncture where um, the uh, – a representative Republican from Louisiana said, have you had any personal contact with anyone at FBI headquarters about the Hunter Biden investigation? That was Representative Mike Johnson. And um, as Miranda Devine wrote in her account of it, for what seemed like an eternity, it did seem really long because it seemed to me that that would be a question they would have had him prepared for, don't you think? I mean, well, it, it seems like it was, but he, he yeah, because he hesitated on that. Then, then he wouldn't he, no, he's he's not he, he really. He, it was about seven seconds. Garland looked down at his tightly clasped hands, slowly turned his head to the left and right, as if the answer might materialize somewhere on the empty table below him. Then popped his tongue and said, "Ah!" Pursed his lips, exhaled, and arranged the edges of his mouth in a downward shrug before finally looking up at Johnson with a sheepish expression, stammering, "I don't. Re- I don't. I don't recollect the answer to that question." But the FBI yeah. works for the Justice Department. A non sequitur delivered in a cascade of upward inflections as if he was one asking questions or maybe channeling a valley girl. And, you know, and of course they wanted to keep reminding us that Trump appointed Weiss, you know. Well, when you go in as president, there's a whole bunch of judges you have to appoint. And you have to trust, in many cases, your the people that work for you in the Justice Department to recommend people that would fit with your doctrine that would, you know, you would be comfortable with. Now, you carefully vet that for the for your people you nominate for the Supreme Court, but there's hundreds and hundreds of appointments that have to be made. And um, so he was told that Weiss was okay and that just keep him. And he did. Well, he he wasn't okay. And I'm sure there's many more just like that that well, they kept over from the, uh, you know, Obama years. But see, that was covered yesterday. They came right, right. They, they The Republicans had an answer for that. It, well, he was appointed by Trump. Yeah, he was appointed. He was brought forward uh, by two Democrats as the person, you know, most qualified or whatever I mean, because the guy's coming out of what Delaware was, yeah, uh, and, and and all that. I mean, what do you expect out of Delaware? You know, uh, they're appointing somebody that's that's got a pin, 
No, but there's just so many. There's only that. That was Trump's biggest weakness, and it was, and it was, and I think that he had to go in and he had to trust the people, the swamp, to help him do his job. And one would think that, based on our constitution and based on our country, that when somebody's elected president of the United States, you serve them, not outside of your moral values or anything, but you. You you serve them well because they are the elected person that was the elected president of the United States, and these people openly worked against him at every, including uh, Bill Barr. You know, it's, it's well, yeah, that's she's a lot of that's. You notice how quiet Bill Barr's been all of a sudden. Oh, I know. You know, and uh, I think he's uh, you know because he's he, you know last couple times I heard him he still was trying to play both sides yeah you know he go out he starts to go after trump but you know this that or the other thing and see a lot of these people they're they're uh, i think they're starting to get their lunch handed to them because that people are starting to investigate some of the stuff they're saying right now and it's just not it's just not working out of course i you know we're uh, you know no doubt about it i'm on the other side of that that coin you know and i want to believe this this other stuff but but i do see some 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 screws being turned on people that, uh, well, like uh, something we'll probably be discussed with that Naomi Wolf thing that, that you and I were talking about earlier today. Um, and, and that that's the kind of thing I'm, I'm talking about. It's getting out there now. And, uh, you know, it, it's going to be hard for them to, yeah, of course, I think they want to dump Joe Biden anyway. They're just trying to figure out how to do it, how to dump canola at the same time, and then who to fill in with. Because, uh, Right now, it, it, as far as the presidency, it looks like even when they run, if it wasn't Trump, even when they run those other people, it might be closer, but it still looks like it would be Republican to be elected. So people are tired of uh, Democrat presidents because they know that the Democrat Yeah, but the election's over a year away. I mean, we're... we're yeah, but, yeah, but you, if you've got a year for the economy, really, I think we're, we're looking at a horrible economy coming up right now. You're starting to see the stock market dump. Uh, it's going in the red by major points. Uh, what two or three days now in a row? And you're uh, you're seeing all these migrants. I know it. It was that was what when they didn't rate when they didn't raise interest rates. They thought that it would go up, but it didn't. They're always wrong. One of my favorite moments was um, when uh, Congresswoman Harriet Hageman from Wyoming, uh, because. Yeah. Garland kept saying, and he said it up until this juncture nine times because I was counting them. You know, well, you know, he is a Republican. He was appointed by Trump. And she said, Mr. Garland, one of the things you have done and repeated over and over and over again is to point out that Mr. Weiss was appointed as U.S. attorney by President Trump, as though that somehow inoculates him from criticism by us. Is that really how this game is played? That if someone is appointed by a Republican, then they're supposed to be on the Republican team. Or if they're appointed by a Democrat, they're on Democrat team. You were appointed by Mr. Biden, weren't you? Are you on the Democrat team? And he just he just got this blank stare. He, he couldn't. He, uh, the Justice Department treats everyone alike, said Garland. Any criticism of his biased prosecutors is dangerous, he said darkly. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just, he's such a, he is so clearly 
out to get destroy the Republicans and most notably Donald Trump, because even though Trump had nothing to do with him not getting on the Supreme Court. Yeah. Trump wasn't even in at that time. No, he wasn't in. And, and uh, Obama appointed him, but they didn't have the Senate votes. And, and, and the one thing that we, we laud Mitch McConnell for, he, they weren't going to let Obama replace uh, Supreme Court Justice, Justice Scalia's thing when they didn't have to and they didn't they they manned up they really did and um yeah. so well, it's, you, and, and you know see there you're you're seeing what what the people out here in the field uh you know uh, the the voters the people you're seeing what's happened with them did you see that uh mccarthy um didn't didn't take a what a vote or they shut it down for the evening or whatever because they thought they were going to have a, an agreement on on a short-term continuing resolution for just a month, and and it they couldn't agree upon it. They thought they had it, and all of a sudden he had to he had to pull his thing back because the now it's a, it's a it's a short-term win probably, but it shows you people are so upset with that because they they expect to have they they know if they pass the CR or any of that other stuff that it's just going to be spending like crazy and and. And what what what's starting to come into the lexicon is that all you're doing is you're McCarthy is with any CRs or anything that he's letting them get through. All you're doing is extending what Nancy Pelosi did, and the people are saying, "No, we want to cut in spending, even if it means shutting down the government." In fact, you're getting some Republicans that are saying, "Even if we lose our seats over this, we're going to be on the right side of history." On it. And right now you've got a situation where they're spending seven, what is it, seven trillion dollars? We're only taking in five a year. We're, we're going two, two trillion dollars a, uh, a year in, the, in, in deficit spending. And so they got it, you know. And and I think what they're really afraid of, with the, you know, uh, I'm kind of changing the subject here a little bit from what we were talking about. It, but, it, but it's all part of the whole cabal thing. And on this budget thing, see, that's. Uh, what they're afraid of is we're going to get down and they're going to they're, we're going to they're going to go uh, the government's going to go out and it's going to be hard to uh, hide that social security checks are still go out these checks are still going to go out uh, all these other things are already funded and they and they will go out whether they say they want because they always get right up to it and say oh we don't want to have those people you know, social security receptions and they get them all well all of a sudden these guys get their deposits in their bank account and going wait a second. They've been out for three weeks now, and we still got our check. And if it goes to four or five weeks, hey, we still got our check. Yeah, our checks are still coming in. They, that that's what they went did last time when they that whole thing it got right up to the to the date. They weren't gonna, they weren't about to let people know that yeah, that that stuff isn't really true. You know, it's non essential thing in, in the government, and and there are things that that would uh, stop out there, but. It just, uh, uh, they don't want people to see that. Wow. It, 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 yeah, it, 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 it's sad. One of the things that I said, one of my conspiracy theories, and I don't know if people have heard about it, so I don't almost want to publicize it, but it's a perfect example of, of the Democrats play hardball. And anybody that's getting to be building, and Christy Nome, the, the governor of, of South Dakota, who she, she's very, she she's said to be on the short list for for Trump's vice presidential running mate, 
and she's endorsed him and he's gone to a state and campaigned with her and and she's she's I'm sure you've seen the ads she's doing to promote her state and they're really good. I mean, they're saying she's doing that a great they, job. I mean, she's just she's very personable and she just and she laughs at herself and she says we've got 20,000 job openings and we'll accept credentials from other states, licenses, professional licenses like if you're an electrician and stuff like that. We'll make sure and and then and one of them she's a, she's being an electrician and of course she Watches it up, and the electricity all goes out. And she says, oh, I'm a terrible. One, she's a dentist. I mean, it's really, they're really cute ads, and she's because often those those come off really lame. Because, but she she's got a flair to it. She's very popular, and so all of a sudden I'm hearing these these stories that that she and uh, had had. I don't know if she's still having the affair or what they're accusing her, of, but that she did have an affair, and she's a big. Christian and a big, you know, uh, conservative and and the affair with uh, Lindowski with the of the Trump campaign, and she had a, a long time affair. I don't know if it was still ongoing or what they're they're doing or they're just trying to poison her well out there. And of course, she's married and he's married, so that's out there now. I haven't heard any people addressing it, but I. It's out there, and it's a perfect example. Don't get involved because we will destroy you. You remember there was an old show, um, and I, I can't remember the actress that was in it, and it, or it was a movie, and I think it was called The Candidate. Uh, yeah, no movie that it was with Robert Redford. Well, well, there. Okay, that was the that one was Candidate too. This was. Uh, it, it had the woman. What happened is the vice president had died, and that was before we'd ever had a woman vice president. And the president was picking. Uh, he wanted this woman to be in there. Uh, Bo Bridges, I think it was, was the uh, was the president, and uh, Bo or Jeff Bridges, and uh, uh, Sam Elliott was his like. Uh, what do you call the guy that's right next to the president? The the his chief, chief staff. of staff. Yeah. And anyway, they wanted, uh, I think her name was Karen Allen or something like that, or, or uh, but it was some hot actress at the time, and, and she was a little bit older, too. Anyway, uh, what had happened is that um, the uh, opposition party was was trying to bring up a bunch of stuff she did in college. Supposedly, she had a, a menage a trois or something, with, or, or some, they'd gone to some frat party and had a bunch of sexual relationships with a bunch of guys and what... Uh, and finally, uh, it came out, uh, you know, and the, the, the guy asked her, and, and uh, the president asked her, and she um, she said, well, it's none of your business in the first place. And, uh, and he said, well, you're, you're right, blah, blah, blah. She said, shouldn't candidates, you know, pass, especially in college? And then, he, then she finally did say, but it wasn't me anyway. It was my roommate that did this, but, but, I, but I can't, you know, but it's... It's the principle of the thing that they're trying to hang on me is is the problem, and but the other guy that uh, was supposed to be having that was supposed to be the front runner for it, he'd let some gal drop in a car, it set up this accident for her, him to save her, and then he didn't save her, but but he still got credit for trying. And they found out that he, that you know the whole thing was put up and they got rid of him, yeah, but it was called the I think it was called the candidate or something like that. It, it was. Uh, 
but see, I remember the one with Robert Redford too that was candidate because he gets elected and he's going, well, now what do I do kind of thing. Yeah, at the know? end of the movie, it's, he goes, now what do I do to the Senate? Yeah, he, yeah. And I'm yeah. sure there's been a few things like that too, you know, so. I'm sure. Well, it's interesting because uh, Diane Gruber, who has been, used to be a, a regular contributor on the show, she has moved to South Dakota, and she she sent this in response because I concluded her on this because of Christy Nome being the governor there. She wrote back in September 2020. Governor Christy Nome was the keynote speaker at the Washington County GOP's Reagan dinner. That's in in Oregon, and uh, that's back when she lived in Oregon. It was scheduled to. Uh, same motor, same hotel in Tigard, if you couldn't remember the name, where many conservative events are held. I've been there many times. Three days before the dinner, each ticket holder received an email telling the venue had been changed and we would not be told until two, two hours before the event. The dinner was held in a nondescript warehouse-type building in, in Hillsboro near the airport. I almost got lost trying to find it. Antifa had put a hit out on the governor, and she no longer flew commercial. As she, soon as she gave her speech, they whisked her off to the airport and flew her directly back to Pierre, the capital of, of South Dakota. No doubt she's an assassination target, mainly because she's a Trump ally. Our simple society is dying before my very eyes. When we visited Pierre in May, the locals told her the governor's mansion had always been open to the public. Anyone could just walk up to the front door and knock. No more. This governor has to have armed guards 24-7. And um, she says she, she loves she loves the state, but and, and the air of freedom is everywhere in the state, except Christine Ohm has to be really protected because they constantly threaten her. Isn't that hideous? Are you still there, Skip? Oh, yeah. It's just crazy. I you know, just... Uh, just... You know, I don't, I don't know what the, the world's just kind of gone to gone crazy. I mean, you know, they, they look at the assassination attempt or they uh, post assassination attempt on RFK the other day. Yeah. RFK, yeah. Just, uh, you just have things like that. Just, but uh, Christy Nome is probably the leading candidate uh, as far as more than one of us right now. Yeah, you need to speak more to your microphone. I'm, I'm having a hard, hard time hearing you. Okay. okay. The other the other thing that uh, – there's a couple of other issues that I want to talk to before we get – the show goes by too quickly. This, Poland, basically the head of Poland, said they're no longer going to be supporting Ukraine with arms. And they've been a big backer from the very beginning. And um, – this is there's something wrong with that. What do you think about it with men with military background? What do you think about it, Skip? Well, evidently, uh, there's something that uh, the, the Ukraine, uh, well, the president of Ukraine uh, did that really upset the polls the other day. And I can't remember what it was. I'd, I'd heard about it. And, uh, and it was just, it was like a slap in the face to the polls after they'd, uh, uh, did, I think part of oh I know what it was part of it they're dumping uh, cheap grain on the um, on on the market that was basically the polls before and they're they're just uh, they're like undercutting the prices so bad and it used to be kind of a thing like hey you leave our grain sales alone to this part of the world because we're supporting you and we're 
you know, we're doing all this thing. And, you know, I scratch your back and you scratch mine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the age, you know, the deals are made like that all the time. And uh, evidently, uh, all of a sudden, the Ukraine's, they're just taking advantage of the situation and, um, and really, and, and, and there's a lot of, there's evidently a lot of corruption in it and things. And the Poles are just kind of upset. Of course, we, we've been slapping the Polish people in the face uh, since Biden's got in there, too. And they're, they're getting kind of upset with the whole thing. I think is is the deal because it, when it comes to a solid ally, actually the Polish people have been pretty solid to us. It's probably one of the better allies we've had in the world uh, for quite a while, and and they're very independent. You know, we've always made a lot of fun of the Polacks and the jokes and all this kind of thing, but they're really solid, Just, uh, and they're very independent. Yeah, it it it, it but. It seems to me that that coalition has to stick together, uh, yeah. and it, um, yeah, I don't know. It just, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, you're you're right. I mean, it, but you got to understand that Biden is just. I mean, that guy just is. Uh, I don't know. Like we used to have an old saying that he'd mess up a wet dream. You know. Yeah. <laughs> He's, 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 well, he's so corrupt and he's so vile. And yet you see this poll that if he gets convicted on one of the 91 counts, and some of them are just picky, you nothings. They just tried to pile it on to make him sound like, you know, uh, a gangster or something. Um, it, it just, and they're going to find him guilty on something in, in those jurisdictions and the way that everything's been set up and the, it's just it's the fact that he's been indicted is 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 enough. I mean, that New York case is absurd. Just, but that one well, had thirty-seven counts or something. Yeah, uh, but haven't they? Uh, there's something coming up in that one that's uh, that's going on that um, that the the gal that's bringing that uh, or let's see who's bringing the one up in New York. There's two of them. Right? and the guy. The guy. Oh yeah, okay. There's, uh, but they're but they're going after him. Anyway, there's starting to be some lawsuits against these people. That's what I was telling you. Is if they could go after these some of these uh, attorney generals and, and and DAs and stuff uh, personally for bringing corrupt charges, and it, it sounds like the the lawsuits are going to get get into that. Um, also, that that movie I was telling you about is called The Contender, not the not the. Uh, candidate, candidate. and it had Joan Allen she was the candidate or the the she was a congresswoman or whatever they were going to it was a tv up. show uh well this one was the movie and, it, and oh, okay. uh, the bad the, the bad guy in it was Gary Oldman and he made a great bad guy I don't think I saw and, that and then it had Jeff Bridges instead of Bowie Bridges was the, so it, yeah it but it um let's see I, I didn't I think it was uh 2001 is when it was made, I think. So, anyway, uh, I thought I'd let you know about that if, uh, since I looked up Sam Elliott and had it right there. So, Okay, well, the other the other issue besides uh, Ukraine and, and James O'Keefe, who was the founder of Project <laughs> Veritas and and uh, is, over the years has been a fairly frequent guest on, on this show, uh, a few months ago, Big Project Veritas did a coup and threw him out, and they and they said that it was because he was 
spending too much money on personal things for himself. That was the, was the thing. Now he's been the head of he's the founder and the head of Project Veritas for over a decade, way over a decade. He's broken a lot of huge stories. They hate him. The swamp hates him. They 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 want him destroyed. And now less than I don't know exactly when he left. He was ousted, and he's been formed another group, and he's out restarting over and doing what he's always done uh, with a network of citizen journalists that he, he's building again. But now Project Veritas, who ousted him because they said he was wasting their money, is out of money, and they're going under. They're filing I, bankruptcy. Yeah, I suspect that was what their purpose was, to get rid of him and destroy Project Veritas. They went in there and uh, they, they did a coup. I would what almost... I would almost bet the people that, that uh, did a lot of the coup are, are have egg on their face now, and that they thought they were somehow that you know somebody said hey you know and that all those people would have egos, but all of a sudden they uh, laid off. And, and no one has a bigger people. ego than James uh, well, James O'Keefe. But I'm he, saying you get rid of the big ego guy, and then then everybody else's egos can uh, go. You know, they're all looking at, hey, I can take over this. I can be the next James O'Keefe, and I can do this and all. That. And and uh, but right away they laid off a bunch of the reporters, and then and they said, and because there was a money problem, and uh, now, now and a lot of those were like stringers. They weren't like it, it wasn't a you know it wasn't like the Washington Post that they had this group of reporters that work for them yeah. every day, and you know. A lot of them are people that, you know, are freelancers kind of thing and around different parts of the country and and uh, amazing, courageous people and, and going out and telling the story that the mainstream media won't tell you. And he, he wrote a lot of those stories. But I see the reason I'm suspicious is that this was an inside job to get rid of O'Keefe and shut down Project Veritas was because it was so quick. I mean, that's well, yeah, but they had to convince other people on there, either that or it was, uh, I don't think all those people would be, especially if they're making good money on it, and they and they probably were uh, making reasonable money or whatever. I, I suspect that, that a lot of the people that voted the ousting probably were, had had, had run-ins with him, but uh, they, they were convinced by somebody who had enough power in there, yeah, you do this, you're going to, you're going to get this position, or you're going to get that position, and, and you know, uh, if they if they didn't like James, like just like with uh, Trump and everything, you, you, your hatred cloud your good judgment. Yeah, and I, I think they did that. But uh, I, 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 the uh, he formed the OMG, which is uh, stands for Keith Media Group. But I, I, I love that because it also stands for Oh my God, you know. I know. <laughs> And that's why I thought. And that Project Veritas was a great Project Veritas was a great name too. Yeah, well, sure it was. Uh, but but the OMG now. So every time you see something, you know, you go OMG, and then he breaks the story, you know, and it kind of gives you the double entendre there, you know, just uh, oh my god. <laughs> no, he's no, very no. gutsy and he's very uh, no. courageous, well, and dangerous. and yeah. there's a lot of people that wanted him. Destroyed, well, and we see, you know, we've seen some of his reporters be physically assaulted and put in prison, and and all that kind of stuff, and 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 their legion, and um, but he's broken a lot of big stories, and and the powerful wanted him gone, and I think they moved in 
got into some trusted positions and and, and took them out. That's you know, there's, old, there's an old saying in business that you don't want to train your own competition. You know, and and a lot of times when people do, you know, now now jobs are worth a, a certain amount. And if you can't keep a guy, uh, you know, some people just nobody I knew that was affiliated with O'Keefe was in it for money. Yeah, but but I'm just saying, even even in business, you're you're sitting there, and it's the concept of that where where um, you know you have to be able to keep the people motivated. You have to be able to keep people; otherwise, they'll go out on their own. And then and also, there's just some people that want to go out on their own, and they try it, and a lot of times they find it's not what they think. They want to come back, so you always try and leave if you're going to do something like that on on good terms. But um, in this case, if you look at what's going on right now. They got rid of Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson's life now. Uh, they've gotten rid of James O'Keefe. James O'Keefe has come back and is bigger than he was even before. You know, and and what's what's. No, I, I, I I I see. I would disagree with you. I think he may be in 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 time be bigger than he was before. But I I think he's been downsized and muted to a great extent. I think well, Tucker's stuff coming out. It's takes Tucker's a while been muted to a great extent. Oh, man, I tell you what, I, I see a lot of people that are quote. I, I see it coming across my feed on Facebook and everything all the time about what Tucker's doing in, in my messenger services and everything. And and the little ten minute, uh, ten and twelve and fourteen minute clips that that uh, Tucker Carlson's doing, he gets eighty million, a hundred million views on him. So. Um, you know he's got he's got a platform there, and and don't change Tucker too because I understand they're trying to put together a network um, where where he's going to end up having a major but and I see that I see something of that line coming up, especially like you know uh, Fox has kind of gotten in a, in a line with uh, you know you you think they'd be wise enough to know that hey look at what's happening to CNN look what's happening to MSNBC and they're just kind of going down and. And Fox had, Fox could have had that platform all to themselves. But you know, where, where Rupert Murdoch made a big, big uh, error is he should have fought that lawsuit. They could have won it with uh, um, the machines. Of the, oh, I agree. Or you know, instead he he you know here's this little company, and I, I be little little companies. I mean, if they if they had a legitimate case, they had a legitimate case. But in this case. You're now starting to find out that there's all kinds of ways the machines could have been hacked and all this other kind of thing. I mean, that word is getting out there now with proof. And and um, he could have won it. He could have kept them in court for years, if nothing else. Yeah, and, and, he, did, he didn't have. He didn't want to. He wanted to hurt no, Trump. No. Well, not only that, but he's old. I mean, he he just. I don't think he had the stomach for it either. You know, and and. Uh, you know, he wanted to, you know, that would have kept him in there. Plus, there might have been things come out with him. And from what I understand, they were afraid of having him testify because he's kind of turning into a bumbling old idiot, from what I understand now. Which, you know, the guy's, what, 92, 93 years old? You know, so he might not, you know, he might have lost a step or two. You know, so. Yeah, but, and, his son, and his son is going to, one of his sons is going to be in charge. One of the other one. Left yeah, well, they, company. yeah, because because he did step. Uh, Murdoch has stepped down now, and his right. son is taking over. Yeah, that just happened the last couple of days. Or yeah, he's been running the place for a while, and, and I thought he was running it into the ground personally. And yeah. uh, but I think they've decided. 
and the other brother, the two brothers were running it for a while, several years ago, but um, one was well, real liberal. Yeah, they got rid of him, or they... Yeah. And I guess the one, one brother that's running it now, I guess his wife is real liberal. Yeah. Um, well, I you mean, can, see, real, you can feel the liberal strain at Fox, there's no question. And I don't, I don't think Tucker would have been fired if there wasn't some liberal thing going on there. And... It, it it it's sad. Yeah, yeah, but but I think he's landed on his feet. You know, uh, my, my, that's my own opinion. But uh, and I and I don't think we've seen the last of him either. You know, um, of Tucker, no, I don't either. And I I I think, but I I just the funny thing about Tucker, he was never a big deep Trump supporter. No, uh, yeah, I mean, I he was he was. He was fair he, to him, I think. He certainly uh, was. He was certainly more of a champion of him after he thought the election was stolen from him. Yeah, and and uh, you know, and I was surprised how quickly Hannity and uh, Laura Ingram, those guys, folded their tents. You still see Gutfeld bring it up a little bit about election integrity, and and I don't know how Maria gets away with it. Man. No, she's awesome. <laughs> Because Lou Dobbs sure didn't get away with it. And, no, uh, they let him uh, go right away. Yeah, was, well, well, they kept him under contract though to keep him quiet for you know what he was. He was quieted for about a year and a half. Now you're seeing him show up on things again because he's. I think he's no longer under contract. Or what they did was they just simply canceled his show but paid his contract. Yeah. So so he couldn't say anything, and and a lot of those people have uh, clauses. Uh, I think that's. Oh, that—that that was the thing I was reading about uh, Project Veritas. Is they're—they're they're, uh, shutting it down and all that, and they're reminding all these. That—that's what gave me the clue that maybe um, there wasn't—you know—it wasn't a conspiracy that you, you may think it was, because they're also reminding these people that they all have uh, non-disclosure agreements in their in their contract. I'm sitting there going, "Well, you got to remember that if we have non-disclosure in there, you still got to have the money to sue us." You know, just uh, you know, so if the if the can you disclose something if the uh, company goes under? You know, if it's uh, so, it'd be kind of interesting. But it's, but they also may be trying to protect themselves from uh, creditors on other other ends. You know, in there somehow. So yeah, it was um, it. I don't know. It just. The other thing that uh, they're talking about with Biden is, is, I guess I didn't hear this, and maybe you did. Um, Biden sparked some more questions about his age and health by repeating the same story, yeah. almost word for word, twice in a, in a, in a few minutes. And yeah, a seven-minute period or something like that. That seems really. Well, whoopy. that's that's a sign of uh, of dementia or Alzheimer's. That that is one of the symptoms. Of that is is repeating the same story in the same setting within just a, a minute or two of each other. It's like you're, you know, like in other words, like you're reliving the moment almost. So, um, and that boy, I, I tell you what, a lot of people jumped on that. Medical people jumped on that here just today. You know, just saying, I've seen three or four of them that came on different stations and and just said that was concerning to them. Just the idea that. And oh, like I think they're looking for an excuse to get rid of him rather than put him in 
victim of a crime. Well, but but see, they're also starting. I, I think the reason they're starting to do that right now is that if they do get rid of him and, and everything like that, they don't want him. It, it's just as just as bad as they get. Not, not only will they get rid of him, but if if they were to bring him up on charges, that would be that would just be horrible for him too. So what I think one of the other things they're setting up now is it's time to get rid of him, but we have to do it in a way that that. Uh, we can't let him be tried because he's not able to provide his own defense. Uh, we can't have this guy just saying, well, sure, I did that. Well, you know, in other words, like that, well, son of a bitch, you know, well, they uh, they didn't pay the guy or, and they uh, fired the whatever, the the guy that was investigating Burisma, you know, and all this thing. Uh, they don't want him just blurting things out like that, depositions and stuff like this, though. He'll hang it around everybody's neck. He'll be, uh, or, or, or he's liable to say, well, yeah, that was a decision that I discussed with so-and-so. Uh, or, or can you imagine him being in a deposition? said, well, Garland and I talked about that, you know. And all of a sudden going, uh-oh. And Garland just said, no, I, had, I, I didn't. You know, could you imagine that going up? I mean, Garland would be up on charges too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's bizarre. Uh, change the subject a bit. Uh, Kevin McCarthy. Uh, I'm, we weren't big fans of Kevin McCarthy, and but he seemed okay. to be doing okay as speaker, and now it's uh, it's it's imploding. Um, yeah, we gave him the, we gave him the benefit of the doubt, and and we also gave him enough rope, and now he's hanging himself. Tell me why you think he's hanging himself. Well, he because he uh, keeps acting like you know he he keeps he he's starting to say well we can't do this without doing this and he wants that stupid uh, continuing uh, continuing resolution so that they can carry the budget forward and he keeps putting it out there I mean if you weren't gonna if you know because remember he he either lied to us or he's got himself in such a pickle that he that he can't uh, you know I don't know if it's with uh, you know, people that contribute to him for his campaigns or whatever, but um, he can't, he's not cutting the spending like, like he promised to. Is yeah. Basically what he did. And the deal that he made in order to get the speakership. He's not, he's going back on some of that, that stuff with, and these guys are just getting tired of it. You know, the, the and, and uh, you know, it's just, it's just, it's going to cost him. And all it takes is one person to bring that, that, um, uh, vacate order or whatever to the to the thing. I'm I'm kind of questioning whether he's going to make the uh, make it to the uh, to the election and still be speaker. You know, he may end up like uh, um, oh, who's the guy that went to? Is now the pot spokesman. Um, oh, Boehner. Um, yeah, Boehner. Bo- yeah, uh, Boehner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, yeah, Fetterman. He had an emotional tears thing talking about how he's bullied because of his his condition, and he was yeah. cry- with tears in his eyes. Um, I don't know. I, I personally, maybe it's because I'm old fashioned and, and I am. I just I don't think you should dress like he dresses uh, to go to, to be a United States senator. I think there's a certain decorum to the job, and and you don't do that. And um, He's crying because he gets bullied 
for it. Well, he wouldn't be bullied if he wasn't. If he wasn't, shouldn't be in that job. He's just not qualified to be in that job, regardless of his politics, uh, right or left. He he's just not there. And um, and the fact that he dresses like he does, and it's just, it it's absurd. Well, and like his outbursts, you know. See that that guy's got some mentally not connected. Yeah. And that just, but but you know, it's it's different. I mean, I I care less once he's off the uh, you know. The minute he walks out of the Senate office, like you were at home or something, you throw on your oh, who cares, favorite, right? Your favorite old sweats and you uh, a t-shirt and out you go to do your yard work or something. Who cares? You know, or out to do your grocery shopping or something. But uh, they they had, in other words, all this time we're hearing about uh, tradition, uh, rule of law, all this kind of thing, and yet they're changing and and, and they're saying no, we we everybody's equal and everybody's the same, and yet. For him, Schumer made an exception on how to dress. You know, and uh, so, you know, I'll, I'll tell you what, if, of course, the senators are a little bit older or something, it probably worked better in the, in the, in the House. Is, uh, if, if you were doing something like that in the House and Nancy Pelosi had changed the law, then what, 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 happened, what happens is a lot of those uh, women should wear bathing suits or something in there or come in in, in uh, ultra tops and shirts or, or, or shorts or something. And and you know you'd see a lot of changes, then you know. But they ought to say, well, if you're going to. But they t- they, they told the staff that they had to wear proper. They still had to people yeah. working appropriate yeah. business attire. But to me, you run the United States Senate. You get in there. You've had a couple of strokes. You do you know, stuff. The fact that you dress like that shows to me that you are. Unbalanced. Yeah. Well, not only that, or or your your physical capabilities are are limited. You know, well, you, you can't. Your wife can't help you put on a suit and tie. Well, that's that's. Just it. I mean, but but if, even if he was, uh, if he wore a sports coat and a turtleneck or something, and he said, "Well, hey, I've got a like, you know, he's got that great big lump on the back of his neck." Yeah. And if he said, "Well, I I have to wear this because a, a tie irritates." And uh, will yeah, which we'll people would be understanding of that. Yeah, then, then you wear a turtleneck or something. Why do you have to be, wear uh, shorts? Yeah, or and, and a pullover hoodie. Yeah, you know, just uh, you know, just and then he makes fun of everybody when they when they, you know, uh, talk about it or something like that. And that that's the whole thing is, and if you say anything to it, he just kind of his answers are just. Um, He's another one that, and, and see, that's one of the signs of like uh, somebody who's uh, got mental defect. A lot of times is that they'll, uh, you know, either they have real simple-minded type answers and stuff, or they uh, get annoyed. Just boy, just like that, boom. And he seems to be that kind of a person. I mean, if they do anything, he also just, you know, like the other day that comment that he made, you know, all this kind of thing, and he's making fun of somebody at. Uh, in the house or something like that or just just he's just not all there you know now they yeah. got him looking like uh, uh the guy off of uh breaking bad or something anyway you know so he just it just it just i don't know it just shows such i don't but, know but you really think you know with see they had a problem up there with the vote they're out of philadelphia too so you just uh you just there's a lot of questions about 
the, the, the last election, the last two elections, there's actually a lot of questions. And, and you just, uh, you just wonder about the whole thing. And, you know, they found out, but I, I have a feeling that a lot of people that, that they're worried right now because they're going to have to really throw a lot of votes. Um, and, and, and people are watching and there's, there's all kinds of stuff that's going on right now that's going to make it really hard for them to throw another election. And because um, people have figured out how they're doing. I don't know. I, I, I wish I, I, I wish I had enough faith in, in, in that. Well, now, conversely, we've got Nikki Haley, who's out. She's she's running against Trump now. Like he, 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 he you know, that he, he's like he's like Ramaswamy. I mean, she's just she's she's all out on him and she's just becoming a battle axe as far as I'm concerned. Uh, he's, she asked that you asked, how do you think Trump will be remembered? He. Uh, yeah, she said some nice things, but then she said, but but most of all, he'll be. She said that he will be remembered to be the right president at the right time. He broke things that needed to be broken. He listened and brought in a group of people who felt unheard. Like where I grew up in rural South Carolina, she said. But but she said that, uh, but he'll be remembered mostly for being thin-skinned and easily distracted. He didn't do anything on fiscal policy and really spent a lot of money. And we're all paying the price for it, she said. She did give him credit for handling the border crisis better than Biden. Oh, big of her. Um, you know. That he had to. Um, I, I remember when when he had to. That he was going to shut down the government, and then the all those other weak kneed Republicans really came and and the Nikki Haley remember, types. Yeah, yeah, and I remember when he signed that that budget. He was really upset about. It. He said this won't happen again, and I remember him saying that and uh, and all that. He was upset about it, you know, and just. Uh, as some of the other presidents presidents have been, you know, and and that's one of the things that uh, get back to McCarthy a little bit. That's one of the things that all the all the um, uh, Freedom Caucus and those guys are bringing up is that they had agreed to have a, um, a single issue, a single issue budget uh, funding or whatever it is. So in other words, they could they could they could actually take out things if. Uh, you could fund the military without funding Ukraine, for instance. They they weren't uh, necessarily mutually ex- uh, together and all this kind of thing. And you, you know, um, like you know, like the border, uh, you could fund the the border um, police without giving up, you know, the rights to to build a wall or something. It's just it's just crazy. So, uh, but the, it was single issue um, budgeting. So I said, well. Which is similar to what what I thought the line item veto was supposed to do, but you know you have to be able to have somebody that's willing to go through the budget and take it out line by line. Okay, before so. we get to uh, our picks in the producer uh, uh, picks a poll, um, it's a uh, it's a poll out in 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 New Hampshire. New Hampshire's we used to be the first primary, and it, w- it will be the first Republican primary. And it will be after Iowa, which is still a caucus state. So that's that's different. And it's sort of an interesting thing because New Hampshire is a very small state and Iowa is too population wise. And they get a lot of 
candidates spend a lot of time there. They say if you, you haven't met everybody at least twice, you're probably not going to do real well in either one of those those states in the primaries. But right now, Donald Trump still has 39%. Uh, Vivek has uh, 13%. Nikki Haley has 12%. Chris Christie has 11%. Ron DeSantis, who was in second place, is now down to fifth place at 10%. And Tim Scott is 6%. And Mike Pence is 2%. Is that New Hampshire? Or is that indicative of, of what's happening in the Republican primary? I think it's New Hampshire. You know, just, well, he, uh, Chris Christie is nowhere at eleven percent anywhere else. Yeah, that, that's why. Uh, and, and there's just you know there's some some people that just you know uh, you also have Sununu up there uh, up in that that area. A big Trump there. hater. Yeah, a big Trump hater. That, but uh, yeah, they just can't. It, it, but like the other day, I was telling you. Um, I forget the. I think it's in the national poll or something I saw here, and DeSantis has dropped four points, and the uh, the person that's picked up the most on that was Nikki Haley. She picked up three points, but and some of the other people have dropped. But those people have all gone home to Trump. His his margin went up. His margin went up by four or five points. Um, so, see, as people drop out, they go back to Trump. Yeah. So, and I think that's what's going to happen. You know, I mean, you you might you know if, if everybody but Nikki Haley dropped out, well, sure she'd get a she'd get a you know probably a ten or twelve point bounce out of that. Yeah, but, she'd pick uh, up a lot of those people, the non-Trump votes. Yeah, and then and then the media would go crazy. That might be worth another three, but still, if you're pulling at, at twelve or thirteen percent or fourteen percent, and the other guys at sixty-seven percent or sixty-five percent, that's not going to be enough to get you close. No, and so, see, a lot of people thought she got in race. She wanted to be the VP. Well, I don't yeah. think she's running like she wants to be VP. I think she's running like she wants well, to be the nominee. And I, I think she might have been at first running, saying, "Hey, I got a good shot at being VP here." And then as DeSantis uh, kind of uh, shot himself in the foot, I think some of those people, and then they were looking for somebody else. And obviously, uh, uh, Vivek was coming up, and they said, "Well." We sure don't want a young Trump, you know, and a guy, another guy that doesn't doesn't know his way around and, and, and can afford to say no to everybody because he's got his own money. We need to have somebody that, that somewhere along the line, we got some kind of control over. Him. And I think what happens is they immediately went from uh, DeSantis, they started looking at the other candidates and uh, saying, well, Haley's got, you know, a little bit of what we need. We can say she's a minority. She's uh, she's a woman all this kind of thing, uh, relatively young yet. She's in her 50s, I think it is. She's late 50s. No, mid-50s. And, uh, mid-50s. She's like 55, and, yeah. And so I think I think uh, the the uh, lights of Hollywood got a hold of her. And, and you know, uh, I wouldn't doubt that Carl Rose uh, wrote his talk to her and all these other people and, you know, blowing uh, smoke up. Well, she brain. definitely is a neocon. I mean, she's yeah. a big war hawk. Yeah, yeah. And we don't have, you know, just because we don't want to get involved with all that stuff, we're tired of all the killing and all this kind of thing and, and corruption and foreign money. You know, if if we had used all the weaponry there, put all the money in the right spots and everything, and they had control of that, that war might have already been over because it would have been so 
so uh, well run that, that it would, and it wouldn't cost us nearly as much money. But what, what's happened is, is you're sending over money and they're getting enough to keep, you know, keep themselves alive. That's what they're putting out there, killing their own, uh, poor, you know, basically the poor people, the, the, the uh, you know, U.S. is Vietnam type of type of syndrome. And, uh, and yet all these other guys are stuffing all this money in their pockets and sending their kids out of the, out of the country so they don't have to fight. So that's kind of, yeah, yeah, it is, it, it is, it is, so I just, I, I used to like her. I, she just irritates me. I don't know what yeah, it is. I, I thought she made a good UN uh, representative. Oh, she was very good UN. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, there's some memorable speeches there, but, but there's more to life than just giving a speech to her. Although uh, they gotta, they gotta be uh, uh, looking at the crowds that, that Trump, who and his two, two or three uh, 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 appearances in, in Iowa. I mean, you know, they were again. They were outside, out, out the doors, and everything. The crowds were huge, and all this kind of thing. And people have noticed that. Yep, I agree. So, do you want to it, go over the thing that Naomi Wolf, uh, the breaking story with her? I don't, because I think it's okay. not. I think it's a little yeah, flaky. We, yeah, okay, we'll have to we'll have to get it. Maybe we can get uh, the supporting evidence for it by Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, or because or next Thursday. Yeah, because I just I, it's okay. It's a little shaky, and I don't want to put it out there because it's a big if, story, and it's it's yeah. I I don't want to be I like to be sure. So okay, I, if I can find the information, I'll get it to you as soon as I can. Okay, that'd be wonderful. Okay. Um, do we have a producer with us? To, to make picks. Dave? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Well, it's, it's time for producer picks where we make the picks, but we do it by the point spread. We do college games. We do two early bird specials, and uh, they had to be in by 5 o'clock tonight and uh, because one is the game that's on TV tonight being played between the New York uh, Giants and the San Francisco 49ers and the 49ers were 10 point favorites so in order for the 49ers they can't if if you pick the 49ers as I did I think we all did I I did too yeah then we have to win by 11 points to win um does anybody know what the score is on that game right now or what? it is 30 to 12 San Francisco Thirty oh. to twelve. Yes, with so just under six minutes left. I think that's oh, okay. pretty secure. But well, I would, I would be sure of that with the way with the way the point spreads were in the last couple of weeks. I, I know, we and, and, and if they scored a touchdown and uh, if they scored a touchdown and got a two point yeah. conversion, it would be tied. Yeah. So, so it, you, you just don't know. But right now, San Francisco is doing it. All right, in the Wisconsin uh, Badger game. Who I picked, I the Badgers are favored by six, and they're playing at Purdue, and um, I picked Purdue and took the points. Dave, who did you pick? Wisconsin. Skip. I picked Wisconsin too, uh, and my reasoning behind that is I think they've got the edge on the rushing. Uh, I think the boiler boilers have the edge on uh, 
on the passing game. It should it should be a good matchup. That that game's played tomorrow night, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. It's it's, it's yeah. a, that's why I made it an early bird. So yeah, I I, I think that could, yeah six points. Uh, you guys, I I had a hard time, but I decided well. Yeah. I think it's going to come down to who whichever defense stands up. Yeah, I, I really think did. and a six yeah, point and, game uh, like that, and and then I thought Purdue might because they're at home, you know. So yeah. I well, Purdue's at home, but I've always I've always liked the Badgers. With the Badgers are tough. They they always have enthusiasm. I mean, that's I, why they're called the Badgers. Up. Yeah, well, that's just <laughs> it, you know. Yep. Yeah. When you're uh, the way, they rip your lips off. Right. Okay, let let's go for the NFL games now. Okay. We got the L- Los Angeles Chargers, and they have. They're winless, but they're a one-point favorite playing the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota. Skip, who'd you pick? I took the Chargers. Ditto, Chargers. Make it three. Yeah, I, 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 you know, they all, they've lost the first two games, but they've been close, and they need this one. I mean, you're, you're 0-3. You're really as a team that was considered to be one of the contenders, that's pretty, pretty bad. It's, it's uh, so we're all taking the charges and we're giving one point. Okay. New Orleans saints at green Bay Packers. Packers are, are two point favorites. I picked the Packers. I picked New Orleans. I picked New Orleans. Okay, so at least we got some difference there. I think that, it, it, yeah, I think both of the teams are missing their great quarterbacks of old. And um, it, it, Packers at home, I gave them the edge. I just didn't. All right, Carolina Panthers at Seattle Seahawks. So Seahawks are at home and they're favored by six. Skip. I pick the Panthers because Pete Carroll, I think, will get spanked at home. Wow. Really? Dave, you hate the Panthers. And you hate the Seahawks. So who are you picking? Carolina. Okay. <laughs> I'm taking the Seahawks. I think I think uh the Panthers stink. So so far anyhow. Okay, the New England Patriots playing at the New York Jets. Patriots uh, are not doing too well. The Jets lost their quarterback. They're split. New England's favored by three. Dave. Patriots. Skip. Patriots. Make it three. Although, you know, I think New York's doing better than people thought they would. True. Um, it's not, it's, 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 yeah. Houston, Texas at Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm taking the Jags. They're, they're 9.5 favorite. Jaguars. Yeah, I'm taking the Jaguars. It's a lot of points, but man, you don't hear anybody talk about the Texans. Nope. They suck. they they really do i mean and they've sucked for several years yep so it's it's that so now we're going to move on to the college games 
And we've got the Florida State Seminoles, two and a half point favorite at the Clemson Tigers. Skip. Okay, I'm going to take uh, Florida State. I think the Tigers just aren't playing the way they uh, should be. I'm taking Florida State, too. Who are you taking, Dave? Clemson. Okay. All right. We got the um, the big game in the country, of course, at Austin. The Ducks are 20.5 point favorites. Colorado Buffaloes at Oregon Ducks. I don't think they're going to make that spread. Yeah, I, I, I think, think Oregon's going to win. I think that, yeah, Oregon may win it, but I don't think they're going to beat them by 20. But, so I'm going to have to pick yeah, Colorado. I'm going to have to pick Colorado. I'm picking Colorado, too, because uh, I just don't think that the Oregon Ducks will cover that spread. I tend to agree with you, but I got to go with my Ducks. I think 14 would be a better spread. Yep. I I, I think that's a more realistic like, spread, too. Like but... if it was 13 or 14, then I'd probably go with the Ducks. But, uh, yeah. I've got burned on anything that but these big spreads, I got burned so bad, what, two weeks ago or last week or whatever it was. Oh, yeah, it was bad, brutal. Okay, the UCLA Bruins at the Utah Utes. Dave. Utah Utes. Favored U- by four. Yeah, Utah Utes. Skip. Okay, I'm going to take Utah, too. They're at home, and I'll, I'll just take them because they're at home. Yeah, they're they're looking pretty good, but I'm going to take the Bruins. I'm going to root for Chip Kelly. Okay. Oregon State Beavers, they're a three-point favorite at the Washington State Cougars. Uh, this this, This is the toughest one for me. I'm going to go with the Cougs. Washington State for me. Washington State for me. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Beavers. I think the Beavers uh, are just playing well, and they're they're gonna. I think they're gonna try and stay in that that top fifteen. Yep. Ohio State Buckeyes. They're three point favorite at Notre Dame. I'm taking Notre Dame. Me too. Notre Dame. Yeah, I'm taking Notre Dame too. I think uh, they're they're at home and and see. I, I think. Uh, I think Notre Dame will drop uh, eventually, but but right now I think the first part of the season they're still going to be playing strong. Yeah. It, all right. Now we're going to the, the game that was going to be the tiebreaker. If we have a tie for first place at the at the end of the weekend, we haven't had to use it yet. But uh, Oregon State Beavers, Washington State Cougars, predict the score. Skip. Beavers 34, Cougars 24. Wow. Washington Washington State 21, Beavers 17. Okay. I have... I have the Beavers at 21-2 and Washington State at 14. Wow. Okay. So there we have it. So it's it's a 
pretty. You got to get better than we've been to, except for, for you, Dave, because you've got a little help from a friend. True. And just so you know, kind of like to know where we stand. When do you send out that? After week three. Okay. So you will know as of after this weekend where we stand. And uh, anybody check the score in the San Francisco game? No, I didn't pick the score. It's always no, I know, but it's to, to see see what. It's always nice. Yeah. We all picked them, so it would be all nice to win the first one because last few weeks I have not been doing that. It's yeah. it's three minutes and twenty five seconds to go, and it's still twelve to thirty, and San Francisco has the ball on the Giants forty four. So I, I think it's looking promising, but you don't say yeah. that anymore. <laughs> yeah, because you never know. Yeah, no, especially, especially the ten-point spread. You know, right? Yeah. So, yeah, really, really is interesting. Yeah, that, All right, that makes the game twenty-two to eight or twenty-two to thirty right now. Really, right? Right. So if they scored and got a two-point conversion, it would be a tie game, and that. Nobody wins or loses in that case. So I'm sure if you picked you picked the other team, you'd sure like to have them score and score a two-point conversion. Now, prediction, uh, one, one of the – I'd be curious what you think because isn't Weiss supposed to be uh, – is it next week that he's supposed to testify? Yes. In front of the, the house? Yeah, I imagine you guys are going to be spending this weekend re- reading Liz Cheney's book. She has a book. Good. <laughs> She's got a new book. It's, got, it's going to be a bestseller, they say, from Never Trumpers. And... Yeah. Liz, who? Yeah. Maybe uh, Chris Christie could make it, if he becomes the nominee, he could make her the VP candidate. They'd be perfect together. Well, you know, really, you don't hear anybody. Well, obviously, uh, Maybe it's just what I watch or whatever, or you don't hear anybody. Now, I was aware that she's got a book coming out, but I, I haven't heard anybody like, oh, boy, this is going to be a blockbuster or something like that. Uh, now, LeBen's doing great. I mean, his, his is number one right now, isn't it? His books are always number one. Yeah. yeah and, and, and he's been realistic. He says, hey, it won't always be there, but he says, I appreciate the first week. I guess you can buy it at Costco now. I'm going to go over and look at Costco. That It's because his is going to be so well documented and, and things uh, and, and historically. And, and, and so that's, that's going to be kind of, uh, that's going to be kind of fun, I think. But you know, one of the things that's really getting to me though, is they're trying to still blame everything, uh, you know, that you keep hearing, well, it's so un-American and these people and MAGA is just uh, trying to disrupt everything. And I'm sitting there going, where is MAGA been, uh, like in the streets, rioting and everything like that. I realize they try and put the the capital riots on that, but like Garland didn't even know how many um, operatives they had there or anything. You know, he won't answer that question. We won't know if they had any. Yeah, or they kept them in the dark and all this kind of thing. And uh, but um, you know, how come they're? How come this is where the Republican Party is so weak? How come they are not playing all those things from Eric Holder? 
Maxine Waters, uh, all those other people said, well, you, you know, they hit this and you, they hit you high and you hit them lower and Maxine Waters, you get up in their face and you just, you know, all this kind of thing, you know, now that's, that's aggressive behavior, you know, and, and anybody should be able to like, like the other day, a guy said, Hey, just because you go out and you protest, you're not allowed to break windows, beat people up or anything, but you certainly have the right to protest anything, you know, including elections. And you're, and you're starting, you know, I think uh, like Jonathan Turley basically said that the other day and, and some of the other uh, liberal people have been saying things like that. So I think a lot of the liberals don't even like what's going on right now. The, the, the soft levels, you know, the reasonable liberals, the extremists, you know, all they care about is hate Trump. Yeah, and I mean, listen to this a gripping firsthand account from inside the halls of Congress as Donald Trump and his enablers betrayed the American people and the Constitution, leading to the violent attack on our Capitol on January 6, 2021, by the House Republican leader who dared to stand up to it. It's just, it's oh. Okay, tell me where Trump betrayed the Constitution. Uh, you can't. Yeah, I mean, uh, what did you? Oh, I forgot. Trump left the borders completely open. Oh, geez. Trump tried to uh, not, not Trump, just. In, in Trump offered to call in the National Guard for Nancy Pelosi, who declined yeah. the oh. offer. And Trump, that, Trump, that, Trump told this, the, the, the crowd that came there to support him, which could have been any of us, um, that to go there and peacefully yeah. demonstrate. Yeah. There's also the guy, the guy, um, the head of the uh, Capitol Police now has come forward, and evidently he has emails and stuff that he mailed. He contacted Nancy Pelosi three times to to say we need to do this, and she turned him down. They wanted it. Yeah, and he's come forward with that now. Evidently, you don't hear much about it, but he's come forward with that, and so um, you know. There's see, and that stuff's all going to come out, and when they're trying to get Trump for all this stuff, you know, I, I think you know they, they they can't turn their back on now. But but look what happened in San Francisco. Uh, was it today or yesterday? Where that uh, Korean jewelry dealer, they they got it on tape with this oh. guy just pistol whips him, and and beats him half to death and everything. The guy still got brain problems and uh, is PTSD on having his business around. And they couldn't convict that guy. No, the, one guy the, said the, I, he wasn't going to find it guilty. The one of the jurors said, "I'm not because you yeah. need a unanimous verdict, and you, it, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to." Yeah, know, it's I, the, the the only thing that's going to happen though is is the DA did say he's going to retry the case, and, which is a good thing. If he if he in fact does that, that might just keep that might be just. But how did how did a juror? Yeah, juror get on there that. It was so close well, mind. And and what the guy says is that uh, the juror juror says, well, they've got his bike, they got all this substantial evidence, but it's still the, the guy was wearing a mask, and we still can't tell for sure that it was him. That's that's what his reasoning was. That sounds like a defense attorney talk, you know. Yeah. Is what it is. But they got all the you know they've they've convicted people with a lot a lot less. Um, circumstantial evidence. Well, they got to have they, DNA. They got to have all kinds of stuff. I mean, well, this they, guy they, just just said, "I'm not going to convict him." There's nothing you can say yeah, that will make me because, convict him. So I even go through the expense of trial of a trial. Yeah. They got 
perp. They got the perp um, with the, with the way he walks. You know, that was kind of an interesting thing they're talking about. They got with the way he walks. The, the, he has a particular type of walk. They've got his bicycle, which was filmed outside. That that supposedly guy rode off. They got that same bicycle. They've got him in possession of some of the jewelry. Still, that he was wearing some of it. And then they've got uh, 200 pieces that he had tried to um, hawk around town. One of the guys recognized the jewelry and uh, and turned him in. That's how they got whatever. Yeah, that's not enough evidence to convict that guy. And then you mm-hmm. see this guy. Um, uh, it, it's just unbelievable. To me. No, and, and and there's one person. And so they did the right thing to not go through the trial because the guy basically said, "I am not going to." Uh, I'm not going to find this guy guilty, no matter what happens in the trial, no matter what evidence I hear. To me, that that he be, should be thrown off the jury. Any well, yeah, more than yeah. many person said, "There's no way I'm I'm not going to find this guy guilty before the trial started. I'm he's guilty. I'm going to vote for guilty, and nobody's going to change my mind." That should be a, you know, a mistrial, or the jury should be replaced. Well, yeah. Now, what are they going to do? Well, you're going to see the difference between that and the trial that happened in uh, Nevada with those kids that ran down the uh, the retired cop. Oh, yeah. You know, like they they finally caught the second kid, I guess. Uh, but they're going to try the. I know they're going to try the first one. I haven't heard how old the second one is. The first one, seventeen. They're going to try him as an adult, which is exactly what they should do. I mean, where what happens to these people's soul? I mean. They, that that kid just was laughing. Just went. I mean, he purposely drove over there. That that's uh, premeditated, you know. I, and I don't care how old he is. Just you know, and, and if there's death penalty, give it to him. You know, I, I'm just tired of all these guys. And you're you're going to have to put. See that this has all come about when when they used to. Um, what, what was that thing where they had the knockout punch thing that they were doing? And I. This is just an escalation of that. That's what you're going to get. Is they didn't try enough of those guys that knocked out those those poor older people that they. I mean, some of them. No, it's, 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 the justice system is 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 an unjust system. I'm sorry, I just have so little faith well, in it these days. If, if they don't start doing something, they're going to start a vigilante. Yeah. Already started, and you're going to start seeing these people just disappear. Well, Skip the man of the people. Thank you for making the pick. Thank you, Dave, for making the pick. We'll have the results of the contest to date after week three. That's this week. And go Ducks. Good night, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.